0: This is Hypothetical Help with Scott and Terpster, neither of whom are actual therapists or counselors. Any advice given on this show is truly hypothetical. Hypothetical Help episode 13, coming at ya. Uh... It's a terrible intro.
1: I, it was, it, no, I liked it. It felt like it was an intro recorded in the 90s yeah. and then repurposed today. Yeah. I
0: like it. Yeah, I don't know, man. The 90s are, you know, it used to be to me that I'd look at the 90s and go, "Uh, they're, they are holding up. You know, the 90s still looks good. Those hairstyles, those clothes, everything looks fine. There's no yeah. problem. And now...
1: Backstreet's
0: back. All right. right. See, exactly. It's going to be May. That was, All that I kind of that stuff. And now yeah. it's starting to look... Weird. It's starting to look real weird to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I guess that's the way it is though, right?
1: Friends. That yeah. was very nineties, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, well
0: sort of mid nineties to let's see, started in ninety six.
1: Like, like ten series?
0: Yeah, I think it went from ninety five or six to two thousand
1: six six yeah let's call it that yeah so i'm still gonna say very 90s (laughs) it
0: it really was i mean i'm gonna stand by it it's a 90s era thing and um i don't know i don't know what in the 2000s is gonna look funny to us in 10 years what do you think it'll be i
1: think it's gonna be listening back to say like early hypothetical helps Mm. some of those were in the in the in the noughties yeah um and i think they were no they were they all i don't know no, they were all 2000. I all two, are they 2010s? Uh, 40s, or are they oh, good question. I can't remember.
0: Uh, you know, it would have been an 09. Cause, yeah, cause you... so there you go. Yeah, 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 So
1: we would have been listening to Hypothetical Helps that we were doing for free <laughs> and not in the first five minutes talking about patreon.com slash hypohelp <laughs> uh, where we have hundreds of fantastic Patreon supporters yeah. who are helping to make this a possibility. I think that's going to be the weirdest thing is listening back to those old ones and being like, quality's just not there, is it? Yeah, Quality, It's because they're not getting paid for it. That's what it was. Well, that's you know, value
0: is. for value, right? You gotta... you gotta, Get what you pay for mm-hmm.
1: in life. And mm-hmm. we're asking for you just to give us a couple of bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's really <laughs> So, a... you know, judge, judge it accordingly. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, don't don't set the bar too high.
0: <laughs> no, but go over to hypotheticalhelp.com or better yet, patreon.com slash hypohelp. Either one will link you there, but uh, go over there, uh, support us. Help us out. And help us help people like this caller who says he's around a lot of death. Hey, Scott Tarser. This is Caleb over here in good old Tennessee. Hey, I got a question for you for hypothetical help. I, uh, I work in a medical field in which pretty much on a day-to-day basis, I know people are going to die. I actually go out and set up equipment knowing that they're going to die within a week. It's usually hospice patients who've got cancer or are about to pass away. Uh, my question for you is, is, how do people with these kind of jobs get over uh, the loss? Because it's inevitable that you're going to get attached to a patient. Uh, I've even had a patient that I set up and an hour later had to go back and pick up their equipment because they passed
1: away before I even got back to the office. So uh, just let me know what you think. Thanks, guys. Jeez. Bye. Holy crap. I'm sorry, that's. <laughs> I just like it because I'm imagining. He's like, what, the dead already? I spent oh. 30 minutes setting that up. <laughs> oh, the traffic as well now. Oh, I'll have to go back there. Um, yeah, he's, yeah also, so, he's
0: pretty upbeat for a guy around death a lot, though. Didn't you, didn't you get yeah, that sense? Yeah, he
1: sounded like really like, you know, I'm around a lot of death, and it vexes it, it, it me greatly. Um, so, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is a hard one because um, I've always wondered what it's like to be uh, – so I have a friend who's a mortician, and when mm-hmm. I knew him, he was in college, and he carried around uh, an embalming stick.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa! I know. So this guy, pre being a mortician, yeah, was like, "I'm all about dead."
0: Yeah, he loved it. He loved he it. Give me abs- a
1: cadaver. Yeah. I am like abracadabra cadaver. Yeah, I am all up in that. Yep,
0: yeah, that's exactly his his mode. And he he oh. carried around this thing, and he loved it. He kept it in his suitcases and bags and things when he would fly or travel places. It was all pre nine eleven, so it was a little easier. Uh, to get around things like that. But anyway, it was this thing that you would, would literally they care
1: now if you boarded a plane with embalming fluid? I, well the fluid Are I don't you know. You're gonna try and kill the pilot and then preserve his corpse <laughs> Well uh, Yeah, I am actually, yeah. And then I'm gonna use his corpse as a as a as a roadside bomb.
0: But the but but the wand was like a like a big metal, almost like okay, if you magnified like a syringe, it looked like mm-hmm. that, like a giant oh, syringe, yeah. metal syringe. Because okay. you would jam this like up into your chest and suck their innards out, is what he'd use it for. Yeah, I know. Wow. And so, he just, ca- so he carried this around yeah, with He carried him. it around, had what it on for? his desk in class, and weird stuff like that. He was just loved it. He, all he ever talked about was, but was one day he was going to own his own mortuary. He couldn't wait. He was going to really? do all the work himself. He was going to receive the bodies, embalm them, prep them for the funeral, do all their makeup. You know, empty their guts, put them up, put them in the thing, and then and then be in a suit there helping run the the services for wakes and open caskets and things like that. And you know what? I checked on him probably a year ago. That's dead. T- Totally, what he's doing. Oh right, okay. Yeah, All no, right. he's not dead. Was he's still still with He us.
1: himself now has died. The irony <laughs> is like, well, oh, yeah. he's a person. Yeah, like yeah. rain on your wow. wedding day.
0: But he um he he was so into it, and I asked him once. Uh, back before he was, he was just working for another mortuary. He wasn't, didn't own his his own yet. And I said, "How do you stand being around this much death all the time? It's so depressing." And he had the opposite feeling about it. And he was upbeat like this dude. So I'm just wondering, you know, maybe it's so possible. What did he
1: say? But what, what did what was his answer? His so answer. How
0: he... Oh yeah, I guess I didn't tell you what his, what his answer was. He says he loved it. He says he's never enjoyed more this <laughs> kind of any other kind of work more than he enjoyed this.
1: It is great. Honestly, if I look at someone, and especially if it's someone I knew who I didn't particularly get on well with, mm. brilliant. I love it. I'm like, ha, 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 dead. Yeah. Um, it's tough. <laughs> I, it reminds me, Scott, I want to I elevate the tone of the show. Oh, all right. Unknown quote. All right. Okay. It okay. says, Human beings are the most selfish species in the universe. All right. You see, even when someone dies, we weep, not for the sake of being sad, but mourn the fact that the person is not here to give us what they once were able to give. Mm. A sudden void in our adaptation causes us to despise the sacred, to blame the creation for destruction and to become so narcissistically self-absorbed that we are blinded to the love thereof. Wow. Now, I'll be honest with you, Scott. I don't really understand it past (laughs) the fact that really, when you die... It's all good. You're done. Okay. You can believe what you want to believe. Either you go to a good, happy place or you just stop being. But regardless, there's little more for you to concern yourself with. Mm -hmm. For the people left behind, hopefully your loved ones you've provided for through wills and life insurance and other things. Um, And hopefully that you you can be in a scenario where the people you have met, you have enriched their lives Mm. and left it with love and and a betterness and that they can be happy that they got a chance to to know you and be with you mm. and you know you can't avoid being disappointed when a loved one dies mm-hmm. because you know it's just like oh i can i can never pick up the phone again and speak to that person mm. i can never go to the park and and you know throw a ball around uh, with that person <laughs> and you'll say you could argue Sirps, you've you, you've never done any of those things yeah. But I couldn't do those things now. Well, yeah, now the that, real regret
0: kicks in because A, you didn't do it in the first place. Now you can't ever do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Now,
1: when it's strangers, if it's just people you work along and they die, mm. I think, you know, the way I personally would deal with it would be to to try and think about, you know, how these people were in their kind of final moments. Mm. And hopefully you helped make them comfortable. Mm. You gave them the equipment that the inevitability of death particularly with these people who are you know terminally ill that you have had a small part in relieving some of the pain and some of the you know sadness that they would have experienced had you not been there yeah giving so, them some
0: dignity giving them some um, you know a, a place and stuff to to convalesce around to uh even if they don't make it they don't live they're in hospice or whatever their last time on earth had attentive professionals providing various services and yours was one of them i, th- I exactly. think that's a very positive thing i think that's nicer
1: thing. than the 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 morgue guy oh, yeah. who's like you know i make them look a bit pretty so their family don't mind as much right. but there's an art to that that yeah. that could still you could still take pride in that i'm sure, sure. and you could you could see that as providing a service mm-hmm. um but i i think death is one of those things. It's a taboo that we don't really talk about yeah. in our culture. It's our
0: most common and, trait between each other. Yet we, d- we, we rarely talk about it.
1: Exactly. And it's one of those things where people are, are so petrified of the unknown of, of death that so much of our life is indirectly affected by it. And that worry of the unknown and what happens or how, how is, how is life going to continue for those around me once I'm gone? Mm-hmm. And the, you have to, I think, let go at a certain point in terms of what you can and can't control and uh, focus on the now. It's also what you the can very,
0: it's a very seed of religion, some would argue, because mm. uh, when faced with death, because there is this great unknown, there's a g- very strong desire on the part of human beings, call it their most base instincts for survival, or call it whatever you want, but they want so much to to persist that religion provides a way to say all right afterlife everyone check it out we're going to go is,
1: it is a big theory that it's the driven the creation of most religions mm. is that is you know having something that helps people deal with the the loss of loved ones and the inevitability of of uh not being here anymore yeah
0: and it's uh I don't let that scare you people. It's, it's This is human nature. We're all, uh, you know, we're all trying to do our thing. But in this this particular person's uh, case,
1: I didn't get the impression
0: from the phone call unless they're really faking it that they're having a bad time.
1: <laughs> I hope I hope that they see their job providing the service that it does, yeah. which is an amazing, amazing gift to give people in their final moments. Right. Well, I you're on your deathbed. You're going to want works, that, right? You're going to want that yeah. when old man oh, if, all Anyone who works in hospices... Or hospitals, or elderly people homes. Um, you know, anyone who is helping people when they are old and grey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're you're doing you're doing good work. Not you're only you're doing
0: good work, but you're going against the general trend. We we favor youth so much in in in, in modern life that we uh, those are forgotten people. They're people who are less relevant, at least in the in the general culture's eyes. So the fact that somebody somewhere is doing something for these these human beings who've lived long lives, had a myriad of experiences, uh, you know, there's a Well I
1: would be really, really peeved if, you know, I spent ages setting up a really cool machine and they just went and died anyway. Yeah, I guess so. You Come don't, on, man. Don't, don't Die they, before I get there or stick around a bit. Make your <laughs> mind up. I can't imagine that having to go right back <laughs> just me getting really annoyed all the family crying around there i say you think you're annoyed this is this system takes ages to unpack yeah, I and i out- gotta go back and rush out of traffic now i've got three more of these to set up today god yeah <laughs> I, but I guess i wouldn't last very long in that profession no you would be no. uh ill i think ill
0: um suited for yes the, for that job
1: uh i'd have to wear a suit out of respect right and probably ill from all the ill
0: people <laughs> that's right so, one of the funniest I could tell you this experience, and then we'll move on one of the weirdest experiences I ever had at a funeral home was at a funeral
1: <laughs> how many how many funeral
0: I've been to experiences a few.
1: do you have though? just, just oh, some grand, this, just some this old is the people weirdest stuff. Though. this is the weirdest <laughs> of all
0: of them so I went into this uh this one and is this is an old man his name was Byron he was my grandmother's boyfriend uh, my granddad had died a long time ago, so he was in he had passed away before he passed away he got caught with a uh, retired stripper who was his age in his room, uh, naked once. That's a whole nother story, but that's not a funeral story. So I'll say that for a different day. Anyway, I'll tell that a different time. So I'm at this funeral, right? There's old Byron laying there in his thing. And I got up to the, to the, um, the, what do you call it? The casket, right? It's open casket.
1: Oh wow! Okay.
0: And people were c- crying and moving along and whatever. And the lady who preceded me was kind of dabbing her eyes with this with a handkerchief. I don't know who she was, who's older lady. And as she walked past, I moved forward to sort of give my respects or whatever. And then she stopped dead in her tracks and then proceeded to like put her hands out on the chest of this person of the deceased mm-hmm. and put her face down and sort of sob on his chest. Yeah, yeah an outburst of emotion. Now yeah. that's all fine and good. I don't have a problem with any of this so far. All this stuff's fine. She's very distraught, but her her doing what she did caused the corpse of Byron to go eh, like that. Oh no way! Yeah, I made a little squeaker noise. He's out of
1: alive! That. He's alive! <laughs> 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 oh sweet Jesus! Thank you. It freaked no, me that out. Was just gas. It freaked that me was out gas. so
0: bad. And the thing is, I was told that his mouth was sealed, sealed shut, but what probably happened is air got up through his nose or something. From her pushing, and he just went. <laughs> his little sound. It was gross. Anyway, I don't know why I shared that, but that's that story. Enjoy that's that freaky. One. Got that's an freaky email here answer. from uh, F. We also take emails, and uh, we got one here from F. Is
1: it from F, or if you just not put the rest of the name on?
0: I think maybe I cut out his full name because I didn't because okay. I wasn't sure he wanted to be anonymous or not. Well, I never want to assume, name. you know, unless they say. If they say, "Oh, you can use my name," then I'll I'll use their name. But,
1: but if they sign their name. Well, Surely if they're saying like, you know, Winston Thrombottom. Yes. And it's like saying, but please don't say my name. <laughs> it's like, well, don't write your name then, Winston.
0: Um, Mr. Thrombottom yeah. is more like it. Yeah. All right, he says this. Longtime listener that needs your hypothetical help. Eight months ago, I met the love of my life and we're getting married in September. One small Aww. challenge. I know, very cute. One small challenge we faced is that my best friend is a girl I used to have feelings for. But that is unrelated to the question. It's It's never unrelated to the question. No, it never is. If you're dropping that bomb, oh yeah, that
1: you had feelings for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Always gonna be. Yeah, if you
0: fired a bullet into a crowd, you you meant to do it. Anyway, this morning at 4 a.m., I got a call from my wife to be asking why I had naked pictures of said best friend and some guy on my OneDrive. Lamo. Yeah,
1: it's Uh, related. Yeah,
0: it's related. (laughs) Seeing my reaction, uh, she realized I was unaware of those. It seems sometimes in the last year, my best friend made a backup of WhatsApp chats in a sub 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 folder. I don't know why there's sub three times. She probably forgot, uh, er, forgot main folder is shared with me. She uh, includes sexually explicit pictures of herself. She sent to a guy and ones he sent back. Wow. Our question is, do we tell her we saw the picture and how, uh, as she is the best man at the wedding? Oh, that's funny. Uh, and we will wait until after it's happened. Both me and my wife uh, to be wish we could unsee that folder, so we could not have the dilemma. Tried to tried to share, tried to you share folder from our side, but no hope. But nope, no rights. Anyway.
1: Oh, if, so they beat me to my question. Obviously, I was going to say we can only give so much advice without seeing said yeah, nudes. We need the evidence. Um, it's like the but, judge in a by case. By the sounds of things, they tried yeah. and they don't have the rights to share it. Yeah. But they do have the rights to to view and to be traumatized. Uh-huh. So so let's let's boil this down, okay? Guy meets best friend girl, has feelings for her. Before, maybe he was friend-zoned. Maybe it was just kind of, you know, just the love that occurs between mm-hmm. a man and a woman right. who are in close proximity. Sure. Guy meets new lady mm-hmm. eight months ago. Yep. Falls in love, love of a life, and is getting married in September. Well done. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: I think you got then, it so far.
0: You're so far you're there.
1: Then this guy with the world's best poker face answers the phone call from said wife-to-be at 4am and says, I I don't know anything about nudes that I'm shared with. Um, Touche, sir. Well done. Um, And now wants to answer the question, do we tell the best man who twists to this tale Uh is a woman that they have seen her naked and also a random naked guy, which I think is why she's believing this the 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 wife to be the fiance, yeah because why would I have random naked pictures of a dude? Mm. you know yeah there you go that's evidence <laughs> evidence I, mean, I would and have that- okay.
0: So I have a very, I have a personal experience with this that may shed some light on how you should handle this. Scott,
1: are you the dude?
0: No, I'm not the, I'm not the dude. I'm not the dude, and I'm not the lady either. Here's the, here's the dealio. So I have on four separate occasions in the last eight years, I think four is all. Yeah. Oh, except somebody pictures of your penis. There was a Snapchat experience once. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But anyway, four separate experiences (laughs) where somebody has emailed me naked photos supposedly of themselves. Fantastic. It's
1: never
0: them. And now here's what I do every time I get them. So I got some redhead in Canada once, and then one other time it was some, I don't remember, I don't remember who they all were. I I don't
1: remember, but she was blonde, (laughs) 5'3", about 128 pounds. Yeah, carpet uh, matched the drapes, blah, blah, blah. Right. But uh,
0: but I hardly looked. But no, anyway, so I get these things, and one was recently, last week, okay? Oh, really? Yeah, that one freaked me out, because that one said it was like a selfie mirror thing without the face, in, okay. a, in a mirror, it's a girl, and it said, but
1: it was from my email.
0: It said, yeah, it says from terpster <laughs> at gmail.com. And then it said, I, uh, think I you s- hope you like this. See you at nerdtacular, which oh, really freaked wow. me out. Yeah, freaked me out.
1: Wow. So now
0: I got to keep my eyes open for a white guy. You don't want to let that one pass. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Don't want that. So, <laughs> what I do when I get these, though, every time, all four of them, and the Snapchat I got the one time. Is yeah. here's here's the I don't go ooh let me hang on to this and let me strike up some kind of relationship I go
1: that be advised I go Kim come here you gotta see this
0: and Kim will come in and we'll laugh because it's we think it's ridiculous that somebody would send me these things uh, and that's happened every, each and every time my point is regardless of what's going on there I still think there's a little bit of mending to go with the wife. And the way you fix that now and moving forward, so that there's never any question, is she is part of you, you are part of her, and you involve her in any of this sort of thing whenever this sort of thing comes up. Elsewise, you may be in a position ten years from now where she's still thinking about that friend and going, oh, is he still like her? Is he still? Are they talking on Facebook too much? Like, he's seen her on? naked. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and you know. I, this sounds like an innocent thing, and it seems like you guys have a handle on it. I just want to put that out there. The couples that stay together are the ones that really are together all the time. And for me to like hoard some photo of some cute fan who sends me a photo would be weird. Instead, you know, get, <laughs> tell Kim about it, get your laugh wife about in.
1: it. Yeah, get, maybe you enjoy it together. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she's really into that. I don't know. I won't judge.
0: The Snapchat was the funniest because. I was on. This is this is a true story. I was on the toilet, okay, and I'm just checking messages and stuff, and and sitting there, and I get the Snapchat, and as you know, Snapchat has has these timers, right? Yeah. So I had like seven seconds, and Kim's in the other room, so I come bursting out of there, going pants Kim, give, Kim, 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 yeah, can't, pants yeah. down my ankles, <laughs> thumbs still on the play button because the timer's going.
1: <laughs> Kim, <I'm-> tits! <laughs> Kim, tits, Kim, tits. <laughs> Yeah. She only it's saw
0: for really like funny. a half a second, and I looked, yeah. looked like a complete idiot.
1: Scott, why do you not have any pants on, and why are you looking at a woman's breasts? It's like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I was, I was taking a crap, yeah. and I was looking at my Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some guy sent me this really funny one of him eating a hot dog, uh, and the next one was some boobs. Yeah, and I wanted to show you the
0: boobs. Seems like a very likely story.
1: I like it exactly. It's so it's. it's it, you definitely wouldn't show her if you were mid-enjoying it and you thought, actually, I better cover myself here. Uh-huh, yeah. Kim, there's some breasts on this phone you need to see. But I think I think this is cool. I think in terms of the conundrum, okay, best man at the wedding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If at my wedding my best man had sent me nude photos, mm-hmm. um, you've got to remember the best man's speech yeah. is probably gonna dish a lot of dirt on you. Mm. I would say beforehand. Watch what you say up there. Yeah. I have all your nudes. Yeah. And that's it. And then just leave them cold. Okay. And do it and just say, just make sure you make me out to be a saint. Yeah. I will, I will find you and I will cut you, but I will release those nudes as well. Yeah. Um, and I think that you have a very powerful bargaining chip there mm-hmm. to ensure that your best man's speech isn't funny mm-hmm. and doesn't incriminate you in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, you
0: really do. <laughs> that's the other thing, is now you've got some some crazy leverage.
1: But I I think, I think equally done well, you've got the wife on board. Um, You should tell uh, this lady just so that she's a little bit more sensitive and careful with her nudes. Yeah. I don't think there's any harm in telling her. You can't wave them around willy nilly, especially if she's been sent explicit pictures Mm -hmm. from a guy. Yeah. He potentially doesn't want those in the hands of anyone else. She has a duty of care Mm. to said gentleman and his said dick pics. Yeah. And you know, that is something that is a sacred code. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that should be respected
0: that we've had in play for all of
1: maybe five years now Uh it is a sacred five years scott uh-huh. and it will continue on yeah. into the far distant future
0: we've we've seen some recent people who you know taking a wiener shot and then having it show up accidentally in some sort of public way on their like iCloud
1: <laughs> photo <laughs> stream uh, yeah
0: that can happen and when it does there that's, was a, a, that's pretty miserable,
1: right? <laughs> There's an English cricketer called Ian Botham. Hmm. Uh Old Beefy uh his nickname. Um and uh Wait,
0: did they call him old Beefy for the reason I called thinking? him Beefy, yeah. But okay. no no no.
1: So um because um, of just Botham. Um but he uh, reportedly had his Twitter hacked. Uh but basically uh someone uh put a a, a dick pic on a public Twitter of his <laughs> <laughs> um, that everyone was like, "You pressed the wrong button, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely pressed the wrong button." Yeah. Um. So, um, just be careful. Yeah. You can never be Beefy Botham, um, Dick, Pick. I'm gonna see. Uh, what really happened on the day of uh, sabotage? let's see. It's funny. Wow. Wow. I'm
0: gonna see. What did you say his name was? Oh B- yeah, Beefy
1: Botham. That's his. That's his Twitter handle, Ian Botham, um, and yeah. So it's last year, and he just um, he, he, yeah. There's just a just a dick pic, wow. <laughs> and he's just like, wow. <laughs> what?
0: Why would you? What? I don't understand where the mistake was made. Like, how did he? Well, I
1: don't. I imagine it wasn't intended for public tweeting. Maybe maybe direct messaging, or maybe uh, not Twitter at all, or maybe I don't know. But basically. If you are dealing uh, with these, you know, the love that is uh, erotic um, picture messages, mm-hmm. just, you know, be careful where you store them, save them, send them, um, and make sure the other party is a willing party. Don't force your nudes on other people. Scott doesn't say, hey, bros and ladies, send me your, your nudes. Mm-hmm. So don't go sending them nudes. No. And if they, know, if
0: they know me at all, you know happily married long time not really yeah. not really into this idea of uh you know any of that so
1: I, i'm not going to say no i'm not going to say never but i'm not into that <laughs> per se
0: right yeah no, yeah yeah on this podcast not into it
1: but if you listen to uh Wiener chat uh then <laughs> please do Please get involved. We need your submissions. Do they have a uh, Patreon as well? It's or... a big thing. We should do. We should set up one. Okay. And uh, if you're a top tier patron supporter, yeah. we will feature your dick pic.
0: Great. Perfect. <laughs> that sounds like the best unlock of all time.
1: So, yeah. Well, well done, F. Yeah, Congratulations. Your Your wedding is impending. Only a month or so away. Mm-hmm. Um, That's not bad, is it? I don't yeah. know when in September, but...
0: Well done. Yeah, well done. Good job. Patreon.com/hypoHelp is where you can pay for this drivel. You can go there and say, "Look, I, I really like this show, and I want to spend like a dollar fifty per episode or something." And and boom, it, it's it just happens. It's easy. You get value for value. Uh, if you find the show valuable, if you like it at all, uh, you know, consider that. That would be wonderful because we want to keep this thing going uh i think that's it hypotheticalhelp.com is the website uh 801 for your messages follow terpster and i on twitter terpsters at the underscore t i'm at scott johnson you can always ask us questions there we may not answer them there but you know you can if you want to do it uh, i guess that's it thanks everybody for being here uh we'll have a episode next week which will be the uh hypothetical help slash therapy show scott terpster windy episode is live it going to be available in video as well? Uh, I think so. We're at least streaming it. I don't know if we're archiving it in video, but I'm not sure. I'll have to. If we if we out. do, hopefully yeah. we do. But yeah.
1: if not, it could be a nice taster in terms of if you guys want to get together and shell out the other half of the money to do video episodes, it would give you at least an idea Ooh, on yeah. if it's worth it or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. if you don't, that's cool. Yeah. You're going to get it in audio form definitely that's right um yep. so let us know if you like it um if you're new to the podcast uh feel free to support us at patreon.com slash help or alternatively or or and uh leave us good reviews on Twitter uh, on on iTunes uh tell a friend and have a have a fun time uh share your nudes uh and just yeah stay classy. <laughs> stick that
0: share the nudes in the middle uh that's gonna do it for us thank you all for being here for me for terpster and for nudes we'll see you next time bye bye network get more at frogpants.com i pushed the wrong button <laughs> oh well ready